There is a candle in every soul. You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own. Morning and welcome. Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle, that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Good morning and welcome to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. As you join us on this journey, we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination. I'm Patty Sheen and it is Tuesday, March 3rd. My co-host Derek is here with me and Derek, I don't want to hear any whining out of you. It is 43 degrees this morning, a balmy 43 degrees. Yes, it is, and the snow is starting to melt, so some some of the evil that you brought back from the East Coast is disappearing. But I, I think it's supposed to snow again tonight. It's supposed so to snow again tonight, you need that's to knock right. It, you need to knock it off Oh no! Oh, back. no, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Aren't we grateful, though, for the moisture? I suppose so, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, we are. I think our farmers and ranchers in the area are mm-hmm. just absolutely... Yeah. Thrilled about it. Thrilled about that, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a guest this morning who is very special to me. Marlene is a writer. Marlene Bagnell is her name. She is a writer, a speaker, and the founder of Write His Answer Ministries. She directs the Greater Philadelphia Colorado, excuse me, Greater Philadelphia Christian Writers Conference and the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. Too many C's in there. Yeah. And is involved in many writing communities in the Philadelphia area. Marlene has a heart for writers who want to share the gospel of Jesus Christ through fiction, nonfiction, and speaking ministries. She has dedicated her career to empowering and encouraging others. Among her many other endeavors, she leads writers through publication and has her own publishing company known as Ampilos Press. Marlene, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be with you, Patty and Derek. <laughs> Marlene, I have to tell you, when Derek and I first started talking about working up the show and making plans for the show, and we got things pretty well organized as to what we were going to do, and all of a sudden I realized, oh my goodness, now I have to go to work and I have to get some guests. <laughs> and I thought, gee, I who do I know that really knows me? And It was kind of nerve-wracking. So the first two names that came to mind were Cindy Sproles, you know Cindy well, and you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I, I thought of Cindy because Cindy has some experience in Blog Talk Radio, of course, with her ChristianDevotions.us <clears throat> and their Christians Devotion Speak Up program. And I thought, well, maybe Cindy will say yes. And I was thrilled when Cindy said yes. And I thought, well, Maybe Marlene will say yes, but when I went to call you, I thought, you've got to be kidding. Marlene is so busy all the time that she's going to say, I don't have time for this. <laughs> so I was absolutely thrilled, Marlene, when you told me that, that you were going to be able to come on the show, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us. It means a lot to me, and you gave me the confidence to go on and get some other guests, and we've had some some wonderful guests. We've been mm-hmm. very blessed in this ministry mm-hmm. so far, so thank you for that. <laughs> You are more than welcome. I'm the one that feels blessed for being asked. (laughs) Thank you. Marlene, you have a very interesting history as to how you got into ministry in the first place. Can you share a little bit of that with us? You know, I grew up, um, I'm still growing up, all right? (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, yeah, we we never... We seem to have lost Marlene. I don't. Uh, I don't hear her. We're still up on 
Oh, nope. She, yeah, she dropped her call. Jimbo, could you do me a favor and try and get her back? We will try and get Marlene back. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe something's going on in Pennsylvania. It could be. It could be. So, uh, but yeah, you were talking about uh, the the conference. Yes. That 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 she has. We will uh, see if we can get uh, Marlene back. But uh, you go to that conference quite a bit, don't you? I go to the Colorado Christian Writers Conference, and actually, I was blessed to be asked by Marlene to be on staff with Colorado Christian Writers Conference, and also with her Greater what, Philadelphia. What did you do? Uh, I taught staff. a couple of workshops. What did I you taught, teach? Uh, well, one of the classes I taught was called the Over Fifty Writer. Uh huh. And another. Oh, class, surely that can't be you. What's that, Jimbo? Sorry, we're having technical okay. difficulties here, listeners. Yeah, I'm not sure that we're. Yeah, for some reason. But here's the thing that we do know: it's not us. Because what we do know is that your mother is listening. She's still on there. Yeah, I she's, hope. Still, yeah. she's still on there. And she had a hard time yeah. with your Friday show. So yeah. I don't know what in the world is going and on so, here. And uh, so, yeah, but your mom's here. So you, ta- you taught an, an over 50. I did. I taught the over 50 writer. And then I also was involved with a magazine mm-hmm. for young people, written yeah, by young people at that right. time. So I also taught a class to the... Marlene does a wonderful program at her conferences called Teens Write. It's mm-hmm. a one-day program, and she brings in folks who can teach young people. Yeah. And she had asked me to teach at that, so I was very excited about that. That was a lot of fun. I even got to meet, I think it was two mm-hmm. of the young people that had written for the magazine were at the conference, so it was fun to mm-hmm. meet somebody who... Uh, but yeah, I can go ahead and while we're waiting, I can go ahead and fill folks in on a little bit about the the Writers Conference. Colorado Christian Writers Conference is held in Estes Park every year, which in itself is just a mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful place. It is yeah, just, just to go to Estes Park. Oh my Park, goodness, yeah. it's just so so inspiring. The setting alone just helps, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and. The conference is held from the 14th to the 17th of May. I believe the 14th is a Wednesday, and she has some what she calls early bird classes that begin on Wednesday afternoon. And then the actual conference itself is just packed with all kinds of workshops and continuing sessions from Thursday through Saturday. It's Mm -hmm. amazing how many people Marlene gets into the conference and how much opportunity there is for for the writers who who come, she also has every single one of her sessions recorded on CD. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, you can purchase. It's you have like six workshops at a time right. that are being held, so you can't make all of them. Mm-hmm. So a, a conferee has the ability to be able to actually purchase the whole conference. I think she has the whole conference on, what do they call that, an MP3? On an MP3, that's right. Or if you just want to order specific CDs, you can do that. uh, And is it a a large turnout? I want to say she probably has two to three hundred people there Mm -hmm. as far as the conferees. Yeah. Jimbo, we can do that. Yeah. Hi, Marlene. Ah, We've lost you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Are we back on the air? We are back on the air, Marlene. And I kind of uh, was giving folks a little bit of a rundown on your Colorado conference as to the fact that how wonderful it is. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully, Marlene, we can hold we can hold you on there. Yeah, we're um, not sure what the problem is, to be honest. Yeah, uh, Blog Talk seems to be having a little bit of problems. We know that uh, we have a caller. Uh, from where's your mom from, Pat? New York. From New York, so she she's still on there. So uh, I don't think it's anything in our studio. So hopefully you will. And you know what, Marlene? Uh, if you drop off again, we will just uh, call you back. How's that? Well, that's what I figured. I Earth didn't go anywhere, <laughs> obviously. But yeah. you know, it's interesting that where it blacked out was when I was talking about understanding God's word and how, as a young <laughs> teen, because. Yeah. Um, we only had King James and the Revised Standard Version back then, I think, maybe the NAS. Um, but it was, you know, I wasn't a brilliant person. It was not easy to understand. And 
you know, and I wasn't ready, I guess, to understand it, but God still reached me through words and through words about him in this biblical fiction that I was reading. And mm. the book that, and, and then finally I moved into a nonfiction book, The Day Christ Died by Jim Bishop. And, you know, in my liberal Protestant church, we had never had much of an emphasis on the cross except it being empty. But the fact that he actually hung there and died, that he loves me that much, it, it was incredible. And so I think it was about 14 when I committed my life to him. And I wanted so much to serve him in a full-time way, in a full-time capacity. I mean, we all do as Christians. We all should see ourselves as, as full-time serving the Lord. But but I meant in terms of in a professional way that it would also you know enable me to live and to pay my bills and but it seemed totally impossible. Uh, I did not have, I did not have even a day of college. And what happened there was, I was accepted at this wonderful little Bible college down south. But at the same time, uh, Paul Bagno, we had we had been dating through the USL, through the Navy. <laughs> he was stationed <laughs> at Great Lakes Naval Center, and we'd been dating, and then we broke up, and he was shipped out to um, Philadelphia. And I got this acceptance to this college, but I just, oh, I just kept having this, you know, I, I missed him. It had been like 10 months now, I guess, since we'd had no communication. And I said to the Lord, well, you know, I, you know, I want to go to Bible college. I want to serve you, you know, with all my heart. But if you bring Paul back into my life, you know, I'll know that that's, you know, your will, what you want. And so he did, and we celebrated our 51st anniversary last November. Wow. wow. And it Congratulations. Was outside of, of, I know. Outside of accepting Christ, it was the best decision that I've ever made. I mean, Paul is incredible. You know, he, he even as we were, we were talking in Sunday school about the marriage relationship, uh, watching a really good video, and they were talking about how the chore war really is something that creates lots of <laughs> havoc in marriages. And Paul has never wanted to do the dishes. Uh, his father used to do the dishes, so I really can't understand that. Uh, but he never wanted to do the dishes. And the the workload with running two conferences is incredible. And he's, you know, quote, retired. I mean, but, you know, he's retired in terms of going out of the house to a job. I've got plenty for him to do around here. Thank you. But you know what? He does it willingly. He does the dishes. He cleans the kitchen. And before my critique groups come, he cleans the bathroom and vacuums <laughs> so that I wow. can keep working on the conferences and, and on all the other stuff that I do. But, I mean, he's just what – what a gift from the Lord. But, but honestly, then, it was like, okay, how do you serve the Lord in a professional capacity when you have no education? And in my – mind, I began to get the idea that, well, maybe if I could write, I could go in the back door and that would somehow qualify me. Because, you know, people think when we have something in print that we really know something. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, he started, you know, leading me that, that direction. And I started, you know, writing and, and in the beginning, things started getting accepted right away but it was after i made a serious commitment promised the lord and and lee roddy in a uh, class at the saint davis christian writers conference that i would finish my book in a year and then then everything started coming back and lee god bless him he he said well yeah i'm boohooing over the devotionals and articles that aren't being accepted i mean and he did not coddle me at all he said you know you're not doing what you committed yourself to do and I was like "Oop!" (laughs) (laughs) so a year to the day that book was finished and I am convinced that if I had not finished that book and had not persevered through five years of trying to find a publisher I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today so you know God tests our commitment he allows it to be tested and that's how our faith muscles become stronger I I agree with that. The book that you, what was it? Forty two publishers rejected that book, didn't they, Marlene? Yep, you remember that right. Yes, and <laughs> and which which book was it? That was actually it was the first book I wrote, the second book that was published. 
<coughs> excuse me, it was called How Our Family Coped with Incest. We raised my okay. half-sister for five years because her father, my stepfather, sexually abused her. And, you know, that day I helped her unpack, and all all I could think of was my mother's grief and having to send her, you know, 800 miles away from, from home and... You know, and I saw all, you know, how mom, I, I could see mom had packed that suitcase. Everything was folded neatly and it was mended. You know, she actually mended socks back then. She darned socks. I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. In my head, what I realized was that conceivably the only good that I could see come out of this, beyond obviously my sister getting through this time and us getting through it with her, was that someday there'd be a book that would help other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what God did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, he sure did. Marlene, tell us uh, what led you to actually begin and found, if you did, the the, uh, Greater Philly Conference. What led you well, I am the founder of that. I thought you were, yeah. Yes, and uh, 32 years ago, having no idea. You know, if the Lord had told me back then that starting this little writer's group uh, and sponsoring our first one-day seminar with one speaker, mind you, if he had told me it was going to grow to a three-and-a-half-day conference, with a faculty of 55, 60, one year wow. I think we even had 70 yeah. young faculty. Yeah. I I literally, I would have run the other way. I would have said, you know, I'm like Moses, <laughs> I can't do that, God. I'm I'm not qualified. Remember, I don't have that college education. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can but, recall um, in a couple of places, I don't know if it's on your website or somewhere, you said, and I said, a loving God would never do that to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I did. I said that. <laughs> well, and, and even this thing about writing, period, I hated English in school. I hated it. Mm. you know. And I'm a really, really good editor today, thanks to him, and I love studying <laughs> grammar books. But don't ask me to tell you why something is right or wrong. I mean, a predicate, adjective, mm-hmm. adverbial, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't, but I know. I I instinctively know, and when I don't know, I look it up and I find the answer. And but I hated English, and we had to take a public speaking class. I hated that too. And now <laughs> I have such joy when I stand up and I speak. You know, and he's he's made me so free through the years. I mean, I used to, Patty, if you can imagine, I used to have everything scripted out that I was going to say <laughs> when I was, you know, up front directing the conference. Well, the problem with that is things don't happen the way you think they're going to no, happen. So that script had to go right out the window anyway. And, you know, and it's, it's when I walk away from those notes. I mean, when I'm teaching for a day and a half in my Writer's Answer seminars, it's when I walk away from the the notes, which obviously I have because people have an outline and they feel cheated if I don't cover everything. But it's mm-hmm. when I can totally walk away from that. And what it feels like is picking a beautiful ripe piece of fruit off of a tree when he'll give me a, an illustration, an antidote, something I never thought of. And it, it, the creativity of that and the sense of his empowering, his leading, his whispering to my spirit, I mean, it, it just is so tremendously exciting, and I'm just so grateful that he lets me do what brings me such joy. Well, Marlene, I need to tell you that one of the things I love about the conference, as much as you have wonderful speakers there, and we glean wonderful knowledge from the workshops and all, the thing I think I enjoy, the, the music, the worship is is, mm. is so inspirational, but the thing I believe I enjoy most about that conference is watching you and I'll tell you why, because I have never seen anyone who just has a connection with the Lord that you do. Mm. I, I can mm-hmm. remember instances where we're, we're right in the middle of a presentation and all of a sudden the power goes out in half of the room or some crazy wild <laughs> thing happens. Collar and, drops or something. Like and, and all of a sudden you're just, well, Father, we need you to help us solve this problem. Please bring somebody forward that can help. And... It's like you're just turning around and God is just standing right there next to you, just waiting for you to ask him. And it just, I, I just get such. And and one of the other speakers brought up too. We can always tell when you're praying. Do you know what you do when you pray? No, what do I do? You take off your glasses. 
<laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> you do. You take off. Oh, that's yeah. And we, one of the speakers was talking about characteristics of, of characters in mm-hmm. books and brought that up that you, uh, you remove your glasses. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Well, I get teased about it all the time. I mean, and I've had a few people say, well, you could at least tell us when you're praying so we can bow our heads. And I says, well, you'll figure it out. I'm talking to him, not you. There you go. There you go. Well, Marlene, when we we had our little techie glitch or whatever it was Mm -hmm. and we lost you, I kind of started to give a little bit of a rundown about the conference itself. And I realized that many of our listeners are unable to physically attend because heaven knows where our listeners are from. Some of them are from other countries even. Right. However, you do offer the conference on CD. So I would yes, like you do. to kind of give us a little bit of a of a rundown of the structure of the conference, the cost, and, and that kind of thing briefly because there's other topics well, the, we want to discuss. Well, place. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat, I interrupted you. You can tell I'm excited about this. Uh, the best place to find that all out, obviously, is at the conference website. And that's another thing that's amazing because I have three websites. <laughs> Computers are the bane of my existence oftentimes. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for TeamViewer and my son, Robbie, down in South Carolina, I mean, he gets more calls, especially during conference season. With, well, yeah. It's not working. I, I lost email the other morning. I mean, it's like email. I, I, you know, granted, I kind of gripe and complain and whatever. <laughs> what was the, uh, uh, you know, about that? But um, you know, that's how I keep in touch with you know with people. So, but um, yeah, the, the three the three websites, and let me give you those addresses. And actually, they're all tied together. Um, if they just go to write. <laughs> okay, what did that mean? I, I don't know. You might have just hit. I, I, Marlene, I think you're still on there. Okay, yeah, I can hear yeah. you now. Okay. I was hoping I hadn't shut you off because this, this crazy <laughs> phone, the, well, the, yeah, the button you, for disconnecting is close. Right. What happened was you accidentally uh, hit the number one, which in, in, on our board shows that you want to talk to us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead well, with you know, and isn't it interesting then. again? I mean, I, I'm convinced that you know those those <laughs> demons of the air love to get <laughs> love to mess with us technology. Uh, it, oh, it just it, it's a given, and yeah. you know, and we've got to push on through it, and you know, we've got to learn to just roll with a lot of it. But the fact that I was just getting ready to give the website address, which is, you know, how people can find me and can find out about the two conferences and everything else, yeah. that's when I block out. Um, yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. In any case, it's, it's right, like you do with your fountain pen, W-R-I-T-E, his answer. And that's one answer because he's the only answer. It's not mm. plural. Write his answer, um, dot com. That's it. And when they go to that site, um, there's links that will take them to the Philadelphia website, and there's a link that will take them to the Colorado website. And you'll know you're at the Colorado website when you see the background of the beautiful, magnificent mountains. I'm so looking forward to being there in May. (laughs) Oh, man, and I'm praying that I can get up there, Marlene. As you know, I've had some situations where I haven't been able to get up there in a couple years. So. Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I was going to say, let's pray for no snow. But, you know, I really have never been able to pray for the weather, particularly for no snow in Colorado, because Mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've seen the the havoc of those incredibly awful forest fires. You guys need the moisture. And so the one year we actually ended up with this major blizzard. I mean, that was the year, Patty, that was, there was like 27 inches (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) And what was interesting, though, and this was a first, and I don't think it's ever happened before then or since then, we did not have even one no-show. Everybody turned up. I just kept sending out. uh, Pardon? We need to take a quick break. Uh, Hold that thought. We'll be back in about five minutes. You are listening to Literally Speaking. You're listening to Literally Speaking on Blog Talk Radio with Patty Sheen. We're going to a quick break. Our guest is Marlene Bagnell. Please stay with us. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled.
And that has made all the difference. The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christlike. Salo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy... Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot, because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed Internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, BSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, look no further than Seacom's extensive privately-owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. We'd love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome back to This Week with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. You're back on Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest today is Marlene Bagnell. Marlene is a writer and speaker and the creator and director of the Greater Philadelphia Christian Writers Conference and the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. She is a wonderful encourager of 
writers of fiction, nonfiction, articles, you name it, and speakers as well. Marlene, welcome back. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> we we usually come back from our break with the announcement of the winner of last week's giveaway. Did I win? You didn't win. I, I didn't win. <laughs> no, I didn't no, win. No. Our, our guest last week, he's a real pain about that one. He tries to sign up twice sometimes. I hear. So is my, so is my sister. She tried to sign up twice. Oh. I had to chastise her. So we can't have any cheating here. <laughs> anyway, our, our guest last week was Jennifer Slattery, and she offered a copy of either one of her two novels. One is called Beyond I Do, and the other one is called When Dawn Breaks. When Dawn Breaks. That's right. And the winner happens to be somebody that I know is it from me? my town. And it's not you. Okay. From my town. Her, <laughs> oh, name, okay. is, her name is Kay DeMeo. And oh. Kay is an avid reader. You probably know Kay. Yeah. I... Yeah. So I'm excited that she entered the giveaway. And I will inform her that she won because Kay is very, I wish I could be this way. She's very disciplined with her computer. She doesn't go downstairs to her computer until like four in the afternoon because she knows if she gets on it she'll stay on it all day oh my goodness I said, wow i wish i had that kind of discipline because i get on mine nothing else gets done day, you know? so anyway kay congratulations congratulations I will, kay. I will get with kay on the uh or with uh jennifer and kay and see mm-hmm. what book she would like to have and we'll be doing another giveaway here in about 15 minutes mm-hmm. but in the meantime marlene i'm sorry i had to interrupt you for break <laughs> that's fine <laughs> but, but we were talking about your conferences and the fact that they are available on CD and that your website, writehisanswer.com, uh, that website not only does it talk about the conferences, but uh, there are just many, many resources for writers on that website. So mm-hmm. I would encourage any listener who is interested in uh, writing anything about writing or speaking to, to go and check out Marlene's, uh, Marlene's website. Mm-hmm. Yes, please do. They take so much work, but you know, another oh goodness, God incident. Yeah. And I don't believe in coincidences. Another God incident. Uh, when I was really, really struggling, I had used Front Page 2002 for years, and I mean, it's no longer supported. This was about three years ago, and it was, <laughs> oh my goodness, what do I do now? So I figured I would go to. I guess I probably shouldn't say the name of the program because I'd be bag mouthing a company, which deserves to be <laughs> bag mouthed. But I won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> a software, not a company as such, but I couldn't figure that out. Even the, quote, expert that, and even their technical help, they couldn't figure it out. And one day, totally unexpected, I get this call from this, this lady, and, and her husband evidently had come to the Philly conference a couple years before. I had totally forgotten, but Bruce Shank with SKWD, uh, uh Website, whatever. I'm the <laughs> web designer. Um, he want yeah, web designer. That's it. You, thank you very much. And <laughs> so they came to the well. They came first. Came alongside me and rescued me. And they are the most incredible company to work with. I mean, they've sent me up with with three beautiful templates. And and on top of that, they have what they call uh, an easy content management system. And it truly is easy. Behind the scenes, I can do everything in that website that I could do in Microsoft Word in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, fonts mm-hmm. and, you know, adding pages, deleting pages, moving stuff around. And, you know, they're committed Christians and have a heart for ministry and, so in any case, yes, the the three websites are there. There's still a lot of work because of all the information I put up on them. So right. so yes, yeah. listeners, please do visit the websites <laughs> <laughs> and let people know you've been there. That's my frustration, Marlene. I know people are coming oh, to my yeah. site, but they never leave a comment, and I would love to know who's been there. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm guilty of the same thing. I'll go to a site and read an article or something, and not leave anything. But I try to be more. Yeah aware of that because it is it's kind sure. of frustrating you want to know who your readers are and who your uh-huh. listeners are and, and who we're reaching and what their needs are and can i ask marlene a that's question? the key patty i suppose yes that's Mar- the key what their <laughs> needs are going to take over my show here marlene and ask a question so I'm, he's all you're all he's all yours i'm so i'm so <laughs> sorry every once in a while i get these burning questions and i and i know you're probably going to cover it 
But right. I, I just because it's mostly for me, Marlene. If, we've we've been talking about these conferences and and uh, what type of writer would you say comes to this conference? In other words, if I'm if I'm a person who is just never written anything but but seem to have this burning desire that God is saying hey you need to you need to put something down on paper is this conference for me is it for more of the seasoned writer who would you suggest comes to your conferences you know derek it really is is both uh, because it's such a large conference i mean we have a faculty of about 55 we have 60 workshops eight continuing sessions four clinics panels one-on-one appointments i mean we pack a lot into those three and a half days but because of that we're really able to offer stuff that um, that will speak to the just the wannabe writer. I mean, I try to remember each year to ask people to raise their hands if they have, you know, first of all, never been to a writer's conference, and a good number of hands go up with that. But then I also ask uh, how many of them have never submitted a manuscript to an editor. And typically I'd say probably 40%, 50% raise their hands. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, keep your hands up and look around. Don't you feel better now because the devil's been trying to convince you that what on earth are you doing here? This is right, the biggest yeah. and most expensive mistake you've ever made, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 lie, lie, lie. And I've had people tell me that the, the conference is equivalent to a semester course in in college. And what the conference also is, it lays that solid foundation. I mean, if you think of Jesus' parable, are you going to build on sand or are you going to build on right. rock? And so the conference really helps people from the get-go to to not make some huge mistakes that could quickly end up um, discouraging them and convincing them, well, you know, I'm not meant to be a writer. For instance, if they decide, oh, you know, I, I've got this book, this book idea, or or I've actually finished a manuscript, a book manuscript, and, of course, lots of times they consider a book manuscript to be, 10,000 words, and that's not unless it's an easy reader for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they will go and submit the whole manuscript. They'll send it to an editor. Well, that's not mm. how the process works. You've got to mm-hmm. learn about query letters. You've got to know how to do book proposals. You know, you've got to know and learn how to read the guidelines for writers because if you keep sending stuff off to houses and to magazines that don't take that kind of manuscript, Right. Well, no, you're not going to get it in print. So for wannabes, it will help lay that solid foundation that will stop them, hopefully, if they listen from not making you know, some serious mistakes. And not that God isn't bigger than our mistakes, because, you know, thank you, Lord, you are. And I sure made... <laughs> make my share of them. I don't know if Patty ever heard in one of my workshops, because I've been out also in Colorado, well, around the country. I've done my Writer's Answer seminar about 70 times around the the country, and Mm -hmm. I have a workshop on putting putting your best foot forward. And one of the things I do in that workshop is I share some of my query letters, (laughs) my bloopers. (laughs) I mean, and I get to laughing so hard that the tears are rolling down my face because I really did stupid things. I mean, I told one editor that I was willing to pay the postage. Would they be willing to take the time to read it? God bless your decision making. I was so sincere, and I was so stupid. So I think because of that, I really have a heart for the beginner, for the wannabe, Mm -hmm. but we also offer so much for people who are publishing regularly and you know and if they're not on teaching faculty they they still need to be in that conference setting because this is where you do your networking this is where you make the connections that you know create all the difference uh, although when i i actually don't like the word networking because for me through the years it's relationships it's mm-hmm. friendships mm-hmm. It's discovering people who share the same heartbeat, the same passion, you know, for writing his answer. Mm-hmm. I know when I was so blessed, Marlene, to be on faculty a couple of times at the conferences, and what impressed me was when I received the paperwork and you said, hey, be sure and write down what workshops you want to attend. And I thought, oh, yeah. uh-huh. you know, I thought I was on faculty and that I didn't get to 
go to workshops, right. but but you you are you put a lot right. of emphasis on right. that. That not only are you here to teach, but you're here to learn as well. Yeah. So absolutely. Among mm-hmm. so, so many other things about mm-hmm. you, Marlene, that really impressed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, thank you for letting me ask Marlene that question. I so knew that, um, I knew you were going to come so, up with I'm a question. Sorry, I, I, I and now I now I will step back from the microphone. No, you're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not sorry at all. Marlene, I would like you to to tell our listeners, though, of course, I know the answer to this question, and I'm surprised that Derek didn't throw this out. What do you base the name of your website on? I know the answer to that, but tell our listeners what the answer is to that question. Why write his answer? Why is that the name of your site? There's an incredible verse in Habakkuk 2.2 that grabbed me back, I think it was in 1979. In fact, I remember when uh, Lee Roddy, who was my my writing papa, is my writing papa, when I was in his workshop at St. David's years ago, um, and I didn't have the money to buy one of his books, so I gave him my Bible and asked him, you know, to sign a passage there. And he turned to Habakkuk 2.2 and he said, this was God's verse to me as a writer, maybe yours too. And and Lee actually has written the foreword for my my Bible study book for writers called Writer's Answer. But the verse reads, write my answer on a billboard, large and clear, so anyone can see it at a glance and rush to tell the others. And And, and that really becomes, I think, a template for mm-hmm. writers in terms of the things that we need to do if we're going to effectively communicate his his answer. But, but of course, if you go back to the first verse, it says, you know, I will climb my watchtower now and wait, wait, wait to hear what answer God mm-hmm. will give me. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all have a problem with with the waiting, but our ideas, our answers are not going to solve the problems in this world. We need to be sharing his answer and then trusting right. him in his timing because the third verse says that slowly, steadily, surely the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. And if it seems slow, do not despair for these things will surely come to pass. So that that has captured my heart and has become the focus of everything. In fact, our um, I think it was about four years ago, I started calling the Giving Writer's Answer as the theme for the two conferences. Before that, I would choose a different theme and, and scripture each year. But finally, I think we were at 25 years or something for, for Philly, and I thought, well, it's time. I'm going to use my theme now. And, you know, it stuck. Mm-hmm. People now so often won't refer to the conference as I'm going to the Colorado conference or the Philly conference, but I'm going to the Writer's Answer conference. Mm-hmm. And I want to exactly. keep that foremost in people's mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm. Marlene, at the expense of interrupting you again, we're going mm-hmm. to our giveaway here in just a couple of minutes. So we, w- I want to introduce your book, which is entitled <clears throat> "Write His Answer," mm-hmm. and uh-huh. that's the book that will be used for the giveaway today, as well as another book that you, you're offering one of either, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. is uh, "Your Turn to Care." And unfortunately, we're going to another break here in just a minute, so we'll talk about those books when we come back. Yeah, but we are going to offer a giveaway of either one. Let me just say briefly, right? His answer is is more or less a, oh man, it's a devotional, inspirational book for writers. And I just finished reading that book again, Marlene, and oh mm-hmm. boy, you make me feel guilty when I read that <laughs> book because you answer every single question of why not? Yeah. Why am I not yeah, doing objection. this? And Uh the question that really hit me hard this time was, if Jesus were to come back in a week, a month, a year, what manuscript would you want to have completed? Oh, that's a great Uh, question. And Oh, man, that would just hit me right between the eyes this time. Like I say, I've read the book a couple of times. Probably the Bible. Oh, you mean... No, 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 no. (laughs) What what manuscript would you, as a writer, want to have completed when, when Jesus comes back? I knew what you were talking about, Pat. (laughs) You know, guys, the important thing about that book is not that it's a devotional or a convictor or whatever, but because it's a Bible study. It takes the reader Mm -hmm. into the Word of God. And at the end of each section, you know, has a a section on responding to God's call to write. And have you Mm -hmm. written in your book? Do you need to get the the newest version? I do need to get the newer version, Marlene, because the one I have is probably from... I want to say seven years ago or so. 
And so we're gonna give mm-hmm. them, we're gonna we're gonna do a giveaway. But you know, this is this is one of my favorite parts of the. Is, <laughs> bear with him, Marlene. Come on, this is it's, it's time for it's time for the literally speaking giveaway jingle. Literal steal of the week. <laughs> steal of the week. Here's the jingle. Here's the jingle. You gotta hear it. Let's see if it'll play. Is it playing up, Jimbo? Okay, we're spinning it up. See, it's another one of those. It's, it's another one. See if I can get it on my board here, but you got to hear it. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's time for Let's Speak Literary Steel of the Week. You know, Pat, it's the simple things in life that give you joy that just makes life worth living. You worked so hard on that, Marlene. <laughs> Are you there? Yes, yeah, he's hear? there. I'm here. I can't hear anything. I lost so. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can oh, you... he turned me down so I couldn't hear anything, Marlene. She gives me such a hard time about that jingle, Marlene. Okay, tell everybody how they can do okay. it. How they okay. can get these okay. books, yes, win these our, books. Our giveaway, like I said earlier, we have a copy of, of Write His Answer, which is a wonderful, wonderful book for writers. And we also have a copy of Marlene's Your Turn to Care, and we'll discuss that. I'm sorry we didn't get to discuss mm-hmm. that before the giveaway, mm-hmm. Marlene. It pretty much, the title pretty mm-hmm. much speaks for itself, but I'm yep. sure there are things you'd like to tell our listeners yep. about it. So how does it? So the yeah. way to enter the giveaway mm-hmm. is to go to my website, which is www.patty, P-A-T-T-I, Sheen, S-H-E-N-E, that's all one word, dot com. You will find a Blog Talk Radio tab there, and one of the pages under Blog Talk Radio is Giveaway. Go to that page, and you can read through all the Mm -hmm. little stuff I have written on there if you want to. I basically encourage folks to listen to the show, but if you didn't listen to the show, you're welcome to enter the giveaway anyway. Mm -hmm. And just simply hit the Add Comment tab, and it will take you to a very brief uh, form which asks for your name and your location and your email address your location can be united states it can be anything it's just a space to fill in there Mm -hmm. please listeners be aware that i don't scam your email address i don't sell it to anybody in fact once that giveaway for the week is over i erase all the comments after i've done the drawing so i don't even have people's email addresses anymore so I do encourage folks to sign up for the giveaway. It will be the drawing for the giveaway will be open until Monday the 9th of March mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That gives me time to do the drawing, and get everything set up for the next day's show. I do uh, random.org. All winners what are chosen by random.org. All winners are chosen by random, yeah, so... That's why, why I can why never fix it to win. Derek never that's wins. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the problem. But I, I do encourage our listeners to go and and sign up for um, their choices. Mm-hmm. Of one of these two. Make sure you get your uh, your submission in there so that you can have a chance to win one of those books. I'm going to put mine in right after the show. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't do it before I even announced it like well, you, you usually up, do. I know, but you get upset when I do that. So I, I didn't I, I'm try, I'm trying to play it fair and square here. And maybe if I maybe if I don't cheat, I'll win. <laughs> well, that, that might have something to do with it. I think there's a lesson enough. in there somewhere. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about one of her books that, that I was I was yeah. talking about mm-hmm. right his answer and, and like I said Arlene, you talk about Marlene, you talk mm-hmm. about the challenge that that we have to when we are called to write, but not only that, you talk about all of the ways that the the evil one puts obstacles in front of us, and those obstacles mainly are doubt and frustration uh-huh. and discouragement. And yep. you you just really lay it out as to that. No, no one ever said that this road to publication is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. And I I know for myself, I maybe I'm copping out a little bit in a mm-hmm. way because I see myself at this point as more of an encourager. I'm doing the show here and mm-hmm. I, I I host other authors on my website and I love doing that, but sometimes I wonder yeah. if that's... Well, I think that at one point in the book you say, you come up with an excuse to do everything but that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the house really uh-huh. needs cleaned. Oh man, I promised so-and-so <laughs> i do this at church. or Oh gee, they've asked me to be the president of this organization. I really should do that and 
you come up with all <laughs> kinds of excuses to do everything but sit down and, and put the words on paper because when you go to do that, it's not easy. And no, and, you know, one of the first things that the Lord ever said to me when I felt him speaking to my spirit was, child, I never said it was going to be easy to follow me, mm-hmm. but I have promised always, always to be with you. And and he expects us to do our part, and, and part of that, I believe, is saying the sanctified no. If you were at the conference, the year Lorraine Snelling keynoted, and she had everybody yes. repeating after her, no, I cannot do that. I mm-hmm. am, I a, am writer. a writer. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, uh, and I can say that third from grade from Valentine party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Marlene, I I cannot speak to your book Your Turn to Care because I have not read it, but I would like to you to give our listeners a brief overview of that book and what is behind your writing that. Well, it's a book uh, the subtitle actually is is encouragement for caregivers of aging parents. And and again, when I was caring for my mother, uh she was mentally ill and had a condition similar to Alzheimer's. You know, the the, the thirty six hour day was out there, but I wasn't going to get thirty six hours. And if I got thirty six hours, they'd be as packed as my twenty four hours. I didn't want, mm-hmm. uh, maybe need it, but I didn't want a how to book, a self help book, because all that was going to do was make me feel more guilty for everything I wasn't doing. What I wanted to know was that I wasn't alone. That other people you know, were where I'm at and and that they understood and most of all that God understood and that he had promises and he had the gift of hope and peace and even joy in the midst of this journey, you know, for me. But there was nothing like that out there. And so after mom went home to the Lord after five years of of caregiving, um, you know, I really felt compelled to to write a book but I didn't see myself as writing this entire book and and actually at one point I'd been offered a contract from Thomas Nelson again I had met this editor at another conference and but she wanted it to be just three writers and I said I can't I can't do that there was so much you know mom had mental problems she did not have I mean we didn't deal with the physical illnesses that so many caregivers deal with and and I just didn't feel in my spirit that it was supposed to be just the perspective of three people and so I didn't pursue it with Thomas Nelson publishers of all things and mm-hmm. oh I think it was maybe I don't know 3 4 5 years later that um I I saw her again at a conference, and now I ended up with a contract, but there were over 100 contributors to this book. And oh, so neat. it's some of the best writing that I've ever read because these people were sharing from the crucible of their struggle, um, you know, dealing with a parent that maybe didn't recognize them anymore or a parent that, you know, they couldn't make better, the reversal of roles. It, it's just, And that book has now stayed in print Oh, I'm going to say 15 to 20 years. And, you know, Right wow. as Answer has so actually been a... in print for 24 years. Mm. Yeah, 24 And that goes to show that the need is still out there, Absolutely, Marlene, and probably yeah. always oh, yeah. will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, someone, a couple people have called it a classic, and their review on, on Amazon, it is available now as an e-book as well. And <laughs> a classic? But then it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm growing old. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look how many people you've touched in your yeah. lifetime. It's yeah. it's just yeah. it's just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that well, the father and your willingness to listen to him, I think, plays a huge part in it, though, as well. I try, Marlene. I, we only have a couple of minutes left. I wonder if you would like to briefly touch on your publishing company and Pelos Press. You know, that also came out of conferences. It it started with the St. David's Christian Writers Conference, and I was doing back then, in fact, I did them at a number of conferences. I did hour-long career consultations. And I had an 80-year-old woman named Margaret Miller who wanted to, wanted to do a career consultation with me. And I can remember after I had prayed with her that the tears were running down her face. And I'm, you know, I encouraged her. Obviously, she was a good writer. She had a strong background in in nursing, and mostly she had a 
strong relationship with Jesus Christ. And so she was working on a book called Here Am I, Lord, which basically was her memoir back before memoirs were really very acceptable in, in the mm-hmm, Christian market. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that has changed. And by the way, we have a continuing session on memoirs uh, that Liz Douglas is yeah. doing in Colorado. But uh, but what happened after that was um, she so she got the book you know finished and Dave Fessenden edited and and I had helped her find a local printer and the printer went out of business and she called me and I heard myself saying over the phone do you want me to publish it for you oh and, no you know I get off the phone I'm thinking what have I done. <laughs> You know, God help. And so we began that whole process of me publishing the book for her, but she wanted to have a barcode so it could be sold in bookstores. So that meant that there had to be a name for this publishing house. And there needed to be a name like within an hour or two because that's how close we were to sending the manuscript down to the printer. And and I can remember just saying, you know, Father, I need a name. And and I'm sorry, Father, but I, I really need it right now <laughs> i look back at the bookshelf behind me to my greek english interlinear, interlinear new testament that of course i read every day you understand i mm-hmm. <laughs> i was a greek scholar and i don't believe any of this <laughs> but i pulled that book off the shelf and i opened it to one of my favorite passages which is john fifteen four, and the greek word for vine is ampelos Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know where that came mm-hmm. from, yeah. that name yeah. for you. And that, wow. that stuck. And this wonderful young man in Colorado who's now, his artwork now has just taken off and is writing, Mark Ludy, he designed the logo, which if people were to look for it on the website, it's it's the sign of the fish mixed with an A. It's just beautifully done. Oh. And um, yeah. So this all started, and then one day Lorraine Snelling was in Philly for the conference, and she sat at my dining room table wanting me to get out everything I'd published, and she kept saying, you need to re- you need to republish that. You need to get that back out in print. <laughs> so I always, you know, all of this is about relationships. You know, you had asked me earlier, we were talking about the God moments uh, at the conference, and, you know, I think of back at the time when I was just coming out to the conference uh, to teach and to help Debbie Barker once a year. Um, and I would come out early and she would give me a day alone with the Lord in the mountains in this incredible place where you can hear the deer walking on the snow. Another story I don't have time for. but um, <laughs> um, And I was teaching and I was doing something different each year. And the one year I was doing a pre-conference day, a full day of teaching, I forget whether it was for book writers or whatever, but this this beautiful young lady named Leslie Runkles came to the class, and you know, and then started talking to me during one of the breaks, and then she kind of shyly asked me what I like a CD of her music. I put that music in the CD drive. Um, no, it was a tape. It was a tape. I put it in the tape drive. And this song just captured my heart. It was now understand this is a sixteen year old and it was come closer, closer to me. Look in my eyes and you will see my love is a love that just begins at the place where your understanding ends. You are not so weak, I cannot make you strong. You are not so weary, I cannot help you to go on. And out of Arlene, this, we could being listen to your so stories wrong. all day, but unfortunately, we are out of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has been a wonderful, wonderful hour. Thank you so much. Oh man, this is great. I can't thank you enough for appearing on the show, Marlene. It, it means more to me than you will than you will know. And I'm praying to I see you in May up there in uh, Estes Park. I have just a few brief uh, seconds to uh, introduce our next week's show. Next week, uh, we're going to have a lady by the name of Edie Nelson, and Edie is an author, and she is also very proficient mm-hmm. in social media. Oh, there you so go. I am excited to have Facebook Edie on the show because, <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you. In fact, she's teaching a course with ACFW right now okay. on that kind of thing, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to follow it and I don't get time. Just real quick before we go, though, it's writehisanswer.com oh, yes. from Marlene, yes, yes. right? Please yeah. go to that website, yeah. www.writehisanswer.com. Go to mine, pattysheen.com. Uh, connect with me on Twitter at, at Patty Sheen mm-hmm. and on Facebook at Literally Speaking. 
And listeners, please remember, throughout the coming week, let your heart be open to what God is telling you through your imagination and act upon it. God bless you. God bless. There is a candle in every soul Some brightly burning, some dark and cold There is a spirit who brings a fire Ignites a